Hola, me llamo Bomani Bakari con Caleb Peterton. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we will uh, go some. Okay, you know what? Nah, hold on. All right, so I don't know Spanish, but it's okay. Uh, today, we're going to go over some interesting stories. We have all sorts of stories. It's exciting, it's fun, we got adventures, and some of these adventures are based, of, uh, based off of real events that took place. But they're a little exaggerated. Things that you never would have seen. Anybody, actually, ever. But uh, we have stories. Birth from Madness. And today, we have stories with Little Timmy. Little Timmy was born in a chicken coop. While it is still unclear if Little Timmy came from an egg, it is evident that Little Timmy was destined to be different. At only two years old, Little Timmy invested all his money, two cents, into a black market toothpaste made from tree trunks. This investment of two cents turned him into the world's youngest billionaire. When Little Timmy was just 10 years old, World War II began causing Little Timmy's life to change forever. The year before, he had been developing a way of communicating with fireflies that he hoped would open up a new door, creating free electricity by learning from the fireflies themselves about how to create light. Once the war started, he was recruited by the Secret Service to be a diplomat to the Fireflies to see if they could be persuaded to deliver messages to the internment camps to try and rescue as many Jews as possible. Little Timmy was able to convince the Fireflies, but on one condition. He had to go with the Fireflies part of the way. Of course, Little Timmy agreed to the terms, which he would soon regret because instead of leading him towards the internment camp, the Fireflies led him straight to the Germans. Hitler had gotten to the Fireflies first! For some reason, Hitler believed that Little Timmy knew how to make the world's most dangerous poison gas, Hypentius, out of tree trunks and firefly dust. Little Timmy didn't have a clue how to make Hypentius from anything, let alone tree trunks and firefly dust. He knew he had to play along if he was going to survive. Little Timmy was taken to a lab hidden deep in Siberia. He was to work alongside two Jewish scientists, Bob and Patrick. The three prisoners were forced to help the Germans if they wanted to live and be free again. They knew deep down that they could never help the Germans, even if it cost them their lives. Their first plan was to try and stall the process of making the poison. This worked for a little while, but soon the Germans became impatient and began to apply pressure to the three, which meant it was time to apply the second plan. The second plan was to cause as many accidents as possible. They messed up formulas, broke stuff, and even set off a stink bomb in the lab. They knew they couldn't keep it up much longer, but the time that passed had given them enough time to prepare for their final plan, escaping and running away. Little Timmy, Bob, and Patrick had secretly stored stuff and built a tunnel out of the building. They had to make sure they had enough clothing to stay warm since they were in Siberia. It would be a very long journey if they even made it. The day they made a run for it was the coldest day in Siberia's history, negative 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Once the Germans realized that they had escaped, they immediately sent out polar bears to track the scents of the scientists. Thankfully, the three had prepared for the tracking bears by tying old socks around the lab rats and setting them to run free. This caused the bears to all go in different directions, giving them enough time to escape. Once they returned to Europe, the three went their separate ways, never seeing each other again. 
Little Timmy, now 13, had no idea what to do with the war still raging strong. He knew he still wanted to help, but he didn't know how he could. Then one day, he got a phone call from Winston Churchill, who asked him if there was a way they could poison toothpaste without changing its flavor. You see, there was a high-ranking general in the German army who loved Timmy's tree trunk toothpaste, and they wanted to use it to assassinate him. So, back to the lab little Timmy went. After sleepless weeks, he finally figured out how to mix the poison with the toothpaste without changing the flavor. The toothpaste was packaged and sent off. It would be weeks before they would find out if it worked or not. But three weeks later, they received word it had worked, and the general was dead. This would cement Little Timmy as a hero of the war, although this wouldn't be the last adventure of Little Timmy's life. You could be sure there is plenty more to come. Alright ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Stories Birth from Madness with Caleb Betterton and Bomani Bakari. Take the time to subscribe and also check out our website and articles or videos or merchandise. Definitely check out the merchandise. And feel free to leave review, you know, give us feedback, whatever you need. Um, just so that way this can get even better for you. Uh, things that, you know, can pique your interest and, you know, ideas that you might want to express. And we can go over them and, you know, just give what you need. Thank you so much. Come again sometime. May you have a blessed day.